The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, May 20, 2023. Glenn Case is the owner and founder of Christoph Cigars and a really nice guy, unless you piss him off. <laughs> but I think uh, he's never been on the Cigar Authority before, so we're going to change that today, and it starts right now. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 14th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Glenn Case, finally. Thank you for coming. Are you kidding? Thanks for having yeah, me. What a, my what a treat. This yeah. is great. All right. What do you think? It is awesome. Yeah. What a, this is fantastic. And you spent a few days up here with us here in New Hampshire, and thank you for that. Thank you. Um, and we're going to light up uh, a, a cigar and, and learn the story of this in, in just a little while. But uh, thank you also for, uh, you've never been on the show, but you've been supporting this show now seven years. Yes, sir. Advertising on the show. And, you know, but that was the little thing of you don't want to piss Glenn off with pissed off Christoph. <laughs> right. um, uh, thank you for that. Uh, also, another thing is uh, our big event that we have every year, and this year, New England Cigar Expo, you're joining us again, but you've been coming to our anniversary party for years. Yes. So, what a blast. Yeah. So much fun. He, he's been patched. We watched him selling tickets to the he event was. yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Talking to people, and it, it sounded actually better than it is. I mean, he, he, you, you like it. You it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's so much fun. It's great. It's great. And um, uh, um, we haven't had you on for a couple of years, um, you know, even to the expo, you came last year, but uh, we'll get into it because it has a lot to do with the, the first cigar we're going to light up today. So, Barry, tell us a little about this cigar. Well, today's first cigar is the Christoph Guardrail, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Christoph Cigars. The size that was smoking is a 55 by 54 Robusto, and it features a Brazilian Maduro wrapper, Dominican binder, and fillers from the Dominican Republic and Zimbabwe. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single will set you back $9.69, while a box of 20 is $170.99, which comes out to just $8.55 per cigar. That's a savings of almost $23 or 12% off on TwoGuysCigars.com. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, go to TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. And what you're getting here is a little more, because that's how he always is. He gives a little more than most people do. A Robusto is typically five inches, not his five and a half. A Robusto <laughs> is usually a 50 ring gauge, not his 54. Uh, you just get a little more. Uh, you get extra tobacco at the end, unfinished foot. You get the curly hair. You get extra tobacco in the box, even. Yes. Yeah. 
They just give. You give. <laughs> <laughs> we just give and give and give. <laughs> give till it hurts. <laughs> and there's a couple of ways to light this, to cut the cigar. And I'm going to use my regular guillotine like I do each time, but it really works. All you have to do is turn the little t- tip on this, and then it opens up, and it opens it up fine. Oh yeah, for a full draw. So even even your cutter is included in this because you just turn it, and you're ready to go. If you do it, but I'm going to cut it anyway. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So, for those that uh, don't know Glenn Case, I want to get a little into this. Uh, you are the founder and owner of Christoph Cigars, a premium cigar brand based in Chicago, the Chicago Indeed. area, uh, which which is not a regular thing. Most people are, are out of Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, you're a, a white guy. You're, you're not <laughs> Spanish. Um, and um, you started Christoph 20 years ago. Coming up on 20 years, yep. Wow, 2004. 2004. Uh, that is hard to believe because I actually remember when that happened. So where were you before that? What made you get into this? Right. So uh, the first 19 years of my career was uh, actually in the financial services industry. And the last nine years of my career, I was an executive at one of the top three banks in the country. And I just got tired of the politics and the bureaucracy. And so decided to quit my job and pursue a passion, which is cigars. Especially in the finance business. They must have thought you were out of your mind, so you're doing what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it is the craziest thing. You know, people will say you, you want to make a million in this industry, start with two. Two, yeah, exactly. One, uh, very much the truth that, that that ends up happening there. Um, and you started your, your world at, at starting at brokering. Yes. And then saying, okay, time to have my own. Right. So at the time, my wife was an independent broker, uh, repping a number of big manufacturers, mm. and we partnered up for about six months, and six months into it, one of our largest manufacturers called us up and said, hey, you got a, did a great job, you got our product everywhere, and you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> so my wife was used to that, right? Finding new brands, building it up, and then they build up the market, they can afford to go in-house sales. Yes. So she was used to building brands, getting fired, finding a new brand, getting fired. And, and you, from a, from a fresh eye in there, you're like, what? Yeah, <laughs> like, you work yourself out of a job? I'm like, I can't do this. So um, she's like, well, what are you going to do? I go, I'm going to start making my own cigars. And she goes, what do you know about making cigars? I said, nothing, but I'm going to figure it out really quick. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so if you had uh, Chicago-style deep dish pizza. Yeah. Now, you, the, the pizza comes out. It's too hot to touch. Mm-hmm. So you got to let it cool down a bit. You peel back the cheese, and inside the sauce, there are specks of oregano. You take off one of those specks of oregano. It, it, it has been in the sauce for a little while. It's been cooked. It's, been it's delicious, hot. and that's the cold draw on this Christoph guardrail. It's the oregano from a Chicago-style deep dish pizza. Taken off. That, the- that's deep. I like that. Deep dish. We can Deep use dish. that in your next, uh, your next sales flyer. David, Holy you, shit! You agree? <laughs> well, I, I never got any oregano before. Maybe it's the power of suggestion or the Zimbabwe tobacco. You've never agreed with me at a cold draw ever. I think Dave needs to institute drug testing. I'm just yeah. saying. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, I'm high as a kite. So that's probably why I can. Right. Does cocaine count as a drug? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> smells great. All right, we're going to light our cigar today with the Hornet by Vertigo. The Hornet by Vertigo features single action. And, it, and Dave pointed this out. He's got old arthritic fingers. If you have old arthritic fingers, you're going to have to go with the Vertigo Cyclone instead of this one. Uh, but this one has a little bit of a stiff ignition, but it does have four jets which for bigger ring gauge cigars is going to be a plus. It has easy adjustment at the bottom. And yes, even for $9.99, it has the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. Again, the Hornet by Vertigo, $9.99. So you're saying it has a stiffy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Scooter's back strong. He says this guardrail has Mr. J's taste buds off the rails. There we go. Off the rails. All right, so let's get into that. So... Uh, we're smoking a cigar called Christoph Godrail, which there's pissed off Christoph, which makes sense because it kind of rhymes. And then you have the Maduro and the Sumatra and you have the Connecticut. And, and then all of a sudden comes Godrail, <coughs> kind of off the rails on, on this one. But it's a very, very interesting story where this came. This is your life. This is, this is part of my life. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the backstory on the guardrail is uh, about three and a half years ago, I was in a very serious motorcycle accident. And uh, the, the backstory on this, I've done Kristoff uh, motorcycle events all over the country for the last you know, 15, 20 years. And a month before this event, my wife and I were sitting on the back patio and having a cigar. And I said, you know, I've got this event coming up in a month and I, something doesn't feel right. Wow. Just something doesn't feel right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So she's like, well, just don't do the event. I'm like, well, they've been advertising it. They've got guys, but there's going to be at least 50 guys on bikes out there. And uh, so this went on for a month. I'm like, hon, this doesn't feel right. So the day before the event, fly out to, this happened in Oklahoma City. Flew out there. My rep picks me up. And he's like, uh, so you ready for the run tomorrow? I go, no, something doesn't feel right about this bike Holy run. Holy shit, man. That it, is something. He goes, Glenn, you've done this all over the country. What's the big deal? I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. So the next morning, we're having breakfast in the, in the hotel lobby, and I, I literally go, brother, we're picking up our bikes in about an hour. I, this, something's not right. And right then, two paramedics walk in with a gurney into the hotel, walked through the lobby, came back a minute later and said, whoop, we're in the wrong hotel. Sorry. So oh, we looked man. at each other and go, well, that was weird. So anyway, we go to the, the Harley dealership to pick up our bikes. We fill out all the paperwork. <clears throat> Hand the guy the license. He goes, Glenn, I can't rent you a bike. I go, why? Because your license expired last week on your birthday. Wow. I go, oh, man, that, that stings. Everything goes, is telling you. Everything. <laughs> so then he says, I'll tell you what. I'll fudge, fudge the date on your license. We'll get you the bike. I'm like, sweet, awesome. So that day we go to the dealership, or sorry, go to the cigar shop, meet 50 guys on bikes. We take off. We had a six-hour run. And I'm 10 minutes away from the dealership to drop off the bike. And I'm thinking at that moment, this was fine. What was I worried about? So on the expressway, going through a sweeping right-hand turn and hit big crosswinds. So I've got the bike leaned over as far as it'll go. Mm. The right peg hit the pavement, and the bike went out from underneath me doing about 70 miles an hour, and I hit a guardrail. Oh. Boom. Oh. So hence the, the guardrail. <clears throat> it was inspirational. Right. So uh, I actually got a bill from the state to pay for the guardrail. 
<laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I had, had to pay, pay for the government. For the government too. Yeah. Go back to the scene of the crime, put your name on that. Right, exactly. But it, you, you almost bought the farm there. I did. Uh, so I had a little, we call them brain scooper, the little Harley helmets. Yeah. That's the only thing that saved me. But I ended up uh, fracturing my tibia in 13 places. I've got a titanium plate holding that together. Tore my meniscus, uh, shattered my eye socket, my cheekbone, my nasal cavity, concussion, uh, road rash. And you're also the only uh, cigar brand owner that almost bought the farm, but in a different way than every <laughs> other exactly. manufacturer. Yeah. <laughs> in the worst way possible, right? Isn't so. it the premonition thing is this un- most unbelievable thing that you felt? It is not normally you at all saying, oh, something's wrong. Yeah, no, and... Uh, my wife and I are very strong in our faith, and so over the years, I've always said, you know, I wish God would send me an email or a text, you know, talk to me. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, he's been talking to you for a month. Right. <laughs> you weren't listening. <laughs> right. Yeah, the so, next time you're popping popcorn and you feel funny about it, don't do it. Yeah, just... There's a, there's a gas leak or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> wow. Very, very interesting. Um, just amazing of it. So you said, okay, let, let me... And, and by the way... I'm in the industry. This is um, when something like that happens, it spreads like wildfire. Everybody knows everything that goes on. You want, you, you want a secret in the cigar industry. It's almost impossible to do, but nobody knew it, including me, no one that I it. couldn't believe in until I ended up hearing a story at the TPE, I believe. Yeah. Um, and I said, how could I not know this story? That, but you were, you were out for quite a while. Yeah, so I was in the hospital for eight days, uh, spent two months in a wheelchair, four months of physical therapy, uh, but here I am. And nobody said anything? No one said a word. And I know Jared knew it. Oh, yeah. Did did reps know it and things like that? So Jared called all the reps and said, look, if the word gets out that Glenn got in this accident, you're fired. Wow. So no one said a word. (laughs) Oh, nice. So no one one knew it until July of last year when we launched this at uh, the show. My God. Yeah, which is just amazing for, to hear the story and what you went through and then said, uh, and it's funny in this industry, you, you, I don't know if you heard about the big Fuente fire that happened yes. this weekend. These tragic things that end up happening, people in the cigar industry for some reason take a photograph of it, frame it, it's hanging on the wall. I went to the Padron factory, through their walls is all pictures of destruction that happened and fire bombings and all kinds of things that ended up happening. I go, this is the weirdest thing. You won all kinds of awards. How come you're not showing the pictures of the awards? Oh, no, this is what got us to the game here. And th- you're never going to forget this. But you, if, if it tries to go away, God, really, you made a cigar <laughs> brand and named it after the worst day of your life. Yep. And one of our listeners, you know, if you fall down, they tell you to get back up on the bike. Uh, Scooter wants to know if you still ride. I do not ride anymore. No, <laughs> that was your last that, ride. That was it. That was the last ride. Amen. That's enough. So you yeah. finally listened to the message. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. Well, I have a message for you right now. It's time to ask the Don from Don Raphael Cigars. It's time to ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Don Rafael cigars are premium cigars, mellow and smooth, built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And the following message was submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. And Scott writes. 
For all these multiple country blend cigars, how do we actually know that the said tobaccos are going into the cigar? Who regulates it so that we can be positive that said tobaccos are actually in the stick? Ah, so who regulates it? What's the end? So we have all kinds of different tobacco in here. Some that I how do we heard. know you really have Zimbabwean tobacco? <laughs> except that it does have a unique flavor. It does have a unique flavor. Um, Got to take my word for it. There, I mean, what we say is in the cigar is in the cigar. Yeah. So yeah. No regulations. There's no ingredients because you're, we're actually telling more than we sh- you should even be telling. It's tobacco leaves and water. That's what the makeup of, of a cigar is. But they're going as far as saying, where is the tobacco leaf? And in some cases, what priming. What priming the plant. Uh, <laughs> e- even t- to this day, to you know, go back in time of uh, brands that would actually put the year of the tobacco leaf, which was a big mistake because as a retailer, people would come in. Dunhill did it. Bahia did it. And people would come in and say, do you have the 1988 Dunhill? And I go, I got 89s. And they go, oh, I want the 88. And I'm like, oh, my God, why <laughs> right. would you do this? Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. And there yeah. are some companies that do it for marketing. Mm. From you know my time in Miami, they'll say it's A, B, and C. They don't even know what's in it. And I know for a fact of a couple of brands that the, the ingredients that they announce is not the blend. So mm-hmm. they want to hide it. You know, if if, if if this cigar, which is a unique cigar because of a tobacco that's used in it, you didn't want anybody to use, you say, oh, it's another Nicaraguan or something. And nobody could ever try to copy it, but somebody could try copying this, but saying, okay, what's that flavor? Zimbabwe. Okay, all of a sudden Zimbabwe gets popular. Right. You know, you, you've given the answer to, to right. it. Right. You also have the, you know, there's companies that have come out with a cigar that has a Connecticut broadleaf. And I'm sure the first run had Connecticut broadleaf. There isn't Connecticut broadleaf right now. The cigars keep getting made. I'm sure it's broadleaf of some kind. It just didn't come from Connecticut and they just stopped talking about it. It says what it says on the box and then that's or it. Or they just say broadleaf because it's right. Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. you know, and really Massachusetts. Popular. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which uh, E.P. Carrillo ended up saying Massachusetts. Yep. Uh, which I was amazed and ended up saying instead of just saying broadleaf. And at that point, everybody said, all right, I'm going to say it. And the thing is, 95% of cigar smokers don't even care what it is. It's, right. It's only the ultra cigar geek that wants to know what it is. Yeah, I mean, you go to a restaurant, right. you ask, you know, how did you prepare this? What's what's in this? Unless you have an allergy, uh, you just eat it and like it, right? right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing, too, I mean, you know, we I say we use Dominican uh, binder and filler. But there's lots of different Dominican seeds, sure and depending is. on where it's grown. And like you said, the priming on the plant yes. can change the flavor and strength profile. So there's a lot that goes into it, and it's you can't necessarily copy it. right? Yeah. You can try no. to, but... Right. If somebody gave you every ingredient in their recipe, could you recreate well, it? Well, even a, even a chef that here's, here's the right. recipe, here. and how come you, it, they make it and it's delicious because they're a chef and we're not, right? Right. Yeah. This could catch on in the uh, in the industry, not just the cigar industry, but really coming out with cigars that represent the the worst day of your life. I hear <laughs> I hear Morgan Fairchild's coming out with a Barry cigar. Yeah. <laughs> so now, Glenn, uh, somebody in the chat room wants to know if you got in trouble for the expired driver's license. I I did not. It never came up. It never came up. <laughs> <laughs> And and the, you never heard from the guy that gave, give you no thing. no, you you didn't go back to the scene of the crime. I did not. No. no? Why and would that, you? 
That's it. That's just triggered bullshit. There's the ad for the this cigar. If you standing at the guardrail <laughs> with with the with a motorcycle that's there, not smashed up or something, you're at the guardrail smoking a cigar. Look, let me you save lived, you. You lived. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, let me save idea. you taking five years off your life. Stand in front of a different guardrail yeah, with a different guard. motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> Make it a car. Right, right. Yeah. Right. I didn't just stage it. Don't use a guardrail near a road because you might get run over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or get Christoph's on the other next side cigar. Of the guardrail. Yeah, I right. lived. Put a plaque right on the guardrail <laughs> and say, I survived this guardrail. Right. You paid for it, actually. I did. Mm-hmm. I, had, I, I didn't know that they do that. You know, you end up smashing oh, something. Yeah. you got to pay. Telephone, Telephone poles. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. you got to pay. We know that, right? We know there. that. What? Did you pay for a telephone? No, we know somebody who had to oh, pay for really? the telephone. Oh, really? Former employee. You know the person, too. Former employee. Really? Looks yeah. like a leprechaun. Oh, really? That's right. I remember that yeah. story. Yeah. You had to pay for the telephone. It might have yeah. been two, right? Uh, I know of one for yeah. sure. Wow. All right. We live and learn. <laughs> so um, like you're a banker. You know, H. Upman was a banker. Remember Mike Cusano? Yeah. He was big into finance. Yes. That was his, his whole thing, too. And I find it intriguing because it is true that there's a lot of people, like-minded people, that get into the cigar business. We know musically, there's so many people that are oh, musicians yeah. that are in there. I mean, why? Does that make any sense? Eduardo Fernandez, he made a pizza stop in between, but yes, he started yeah. in finance. Finance, another one, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Uh, yet... And you, you ended up being successful 20 years and a very interesting brand that um, you guys didn't come out, you know, shoot to the top and then come crashing down, which happens to a lot of mm-hmm. it. Um, but it was a growth, to, to me, looking from the outside, and you tell me if I'm wrong, it was growth, 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 and it just kept going and maybe slow and steady wins the race exactly right? that's yeah. exactly it yeah. yeah so we're still enjoying growth and we're we're blessed that way wow 20 years of it that says a big thing and the majority of of your company's history you were without reps really right it wasn't until you hired jared well jared was the first in-house rep so we gotcha. didn't start off with brokers okay and then, and then you got successful enough to fire them right exactly <laughs> <laughs> What goes around comes around, right. I guess. <laughs> right. No, that ends up being the thing. But you were one of the, to me, it, it, it appeared to be one of the smaller companies that ever went in-house. And I said, oh, my God, I know it's a, a fortune to end up pulling that off, but obviously well worth it. Cause that's Absolutely. Because that's you stayed. Yeah. yeah. And during the COVID thing, you kept everybody employed? Kept and, everyone employed. Okay, very yeah. nice. As I say, he's a good man, but you don't want to piss him off. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and speaking of which is Pissed Off Christoph, which yeah. is a monster brand. Yeah, it does really well for us. Yeah. It's awesome, yeah. And, and that was the story of somebody that brought that idea to you. Right, I was doing a big multi-manufacturer event in uh, Atlanta, uh, about 600 people, and a guy comes up to my table, and he's like, Glenn, Glenn, I've been smoking your cigars forever. He goes, I've got a great idea. No, I've heard that before. And I'm like, <laughs> <Yes>. okay. <laughs> yeah. They, they, oh, wait, I got to go. Yeah, wow, look at the time. Jackass. <laughs> yeah. He goes, uh, he goes, you got to come out with a cigar called the Pissed Off Kristoff. I go, I actually like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he goes, you can have the name. He goes, I just want the first bundle or box of cigars you come out with in the Pissed Off. So the next year, I, same event. And I brought the first bundle, we didn't even have boxes yet, of Pissed Off. And unfortunately, I wasn't there, but I left it for the shop owner and said, this is for, for Joe. Uh, 
because he gave me the idea for the pissed off Christoph. And ironically, uh, last week, my rep in that market sent me a picture of Joe and him really? who came up with the idea six years ago, seven years really? ago. Really? Yeah. And is he a regular on it? He likes oh, yeah. it? Oh, yeah. Cool. He probably smokes nothing but. Right. I would imagine. Why is that the one that is a 10-count box? We wanted to make uh, uh, box sales a little more affordable. And so we just went with the 10-count box, and it's, it's proved it worked. It, it oh, works. It yeah. works unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Got another question from the chat room. What's the origin of the name Christoph? Ah, Christoph is named after our son, Christopher. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And you had one for your daughter. I had one for my daughter, Brittany, um, called the Britannia Reserva. Yeah. Uh, we unfortunately don't make that anymore. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Well, she's not the kids. favorite. That's why. That's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> if she's listening, oh, that's not true. <laughs> oh, honey, you're no longer the executor to the estate. That's right. It's your brother. <laughs> and, and neither child is in the cigar industry. No. And, and they have no desire. And no desire to be, which is, that's where it gets to be an issue, right? Right. It's like, it, no, which is fine. I mean, yeah. they're is doing it, thing. Does it, it piss you fine. off? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like you could, just, you could just plug and play, slide right in and take off. Right. Yeah. No, they, it's okay. It's all right. Oh. <laughs> I'm pissed off for you. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be the problem of this industry because we're all getting up to the same age and it's going to be, that's why we did that show on succession plans of what do we end up doing? And, you know, you want it to go on and on. But what does each one of them do? Like, could they, if they're an accountant, couldn't they just be the accountant and uh, the president? Possibly, but uh, Christopher works for Indeed. He's got a really good uh. job with Indeed. And Brittany's uh, in physical therapy in Nashville. All right, neither Crystal one of those cross o- crosses yeah, over. They're yeah. doing great. Yeah, they're doing great. Yeah, yeah. Dave, the chat room speculating. Who is scarier, Maduro Dave or pissed off Glenn? <laughs> you don't want to piss off. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I work for Dave. It's Dave. <laughs> you haven't seen the bad side. Yeah, of, the voting of in the chat room seems. To yeah, Maduro Dave is yeah. scarier. All right. Let's let's go to break. Uh, early thoughts here on on Christoph. There is on, on a the there is a, a very pleasant, very uh, like sweet and sour candy kind of thing going on uh, as an afternote. The once the smoke hits the palate, you get that interesting taste, which it has to be the Zimbabwe uh, tobacco that's in there. And then the afterthought is a very pleasant balance between sweet and sour. It's not overly uh, spicy in any way. It, this is very well done. Combustion line's great. The tobacco's been worked properly. You get almost a completely white ash. I'll tell you that. You hit a home run. The Zimbabwe thing was going on for a long time. There was a lot of talk for a long time that you had this, and you were doing it, and it didn't come out. It didn't come out, and finally ends up coming out. What makes you do that in the first place of saying, okay, I found this tobacco? Right. The first time I tried it was probably about four years ago, and that particular particular crop was amazing. Um, We ended up buying a bunch of it um, the following year with a new crop and it just wasn't right it mm. wasn't right so we waited until last year after testing and testing and testing yeah. until it finally came out perfect very interesting yeah all right let's go to break we come back more with glenn case from christoph cigars we're live in the toscano soundstage you're listening to the cigar authority on the united podcast network Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro 
meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by AJ Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not quantity produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Nicholas Melillo, a.k.a. Nicaragua, from Foundation Cigar Company. You're listening to the Cigar Authority of the United Podcast Network. We are back, powered by West Tampa Cigar Company, featuring West Tampa Black and White, and soon to be West Tampa Red. 
passion with a purpose. That should actually come in this week, I'm hearing, Barry Stein. Yes, sir. Yeah, looking forward to that. I got a question for you, Glenn, and maybe you can just shed some light on this. The rumor in the cigar industry was that there was another name that was pitched for uh, guardrail, which was Passing Wind. Is that true? (laughs) 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 Sure, why not? (laughs) The the chat room thought Premonition would be a good name. I like that. Yeah, that's not bad. It could be another. That's a a good idea. He's willing to take somebody's idea. Yeah, Yeah, right? Exchange a bundle of cigars. That's it, right? Yeah. Premonition. Premonition, I like that. Yep. So we're here with Glenn Case, Christoph Cigars, um, and uh, when you released Pissed Off Christoph, we did a firecracker with you. Yes. Pissed Off, Pissed Off. Anybody ever mention it? Does people still talk about that? That is one It of, does come up. Yeah. It does. That is the one, one of the most asked for, you know. For sure. Some, as different ones come out and they say, geez, I would love to end up having a Pissed Off Christoph someday, and some out, they, they're long gone. Right. Of their... Uh, is it possible like, a guardrail in our future mm. or something with guardrail or something? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah, we could do that. All right. <laughs> All right. Something to think about. Um, we could come and, do, and do something uh, crazy with that. I don't know. There's something, there's something mm-hmm. there, I think. Uh, or bring back the old pissed off. I enjoyed that you, one. You were, you were saying that, that it's yeah. one of your favorites that came out. Because the new edition of it could be concussed. <laughs> right. <laughs> the guardrail concussed. <laughs> the concussion. You know who else loved that one? Comedian Tony V. Yes. He's a big fan of yours. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, so we are less than 50 days away from the PCA. Yes. And Christoph is not known for coming out with a lot of new cigars all the time. They're not one of those things that there's a different one every single week. There's companies out there that's it's crazy. But do you want to share with us any uh, new things that 50 days away from? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we're actually launching three new cigars oh. at the show. One is the PCA exclusive, which is limited production, 1,000 boxes, and that's it. But um, And that's going to be a box press Toro Maduro, and it's delicious. The other uh, two... As, as just a Christoph name? Uh, it's going to be under the Signature Series. Okay. And it have the PCA logo on it. All right. So 1,000 boxes. That's, that's it. it. Okay. Yep. 20-count boxes. But the uh, two that are going to be full production, one is uh, called the Nicaragua. So it's a Nicaraguan Puro. Mm. And uh, it's... Made in the Dominican still? Yep. Nicaraguan Puro made in the Dominican Republic. Yep. Same so, factory, everything. Everything. Okay. So tobacco's from uh, Esteli, Condega, and uh, Jalapa Valley. And it's a really tasty, medium, medium plus body scar. Ongoing production? Yes. Okay. Yep. And then the other one is called the uh, Tres Amigos. And there's a story behind this. Uh, my best friend of 42 years passed away a year ago in October. Six months later, Rolando Villamil, who was my mentor yeah. and friend. He passed away six months after my buddy Chuck. Ran the factory. He ran the factory. Yeah. Um, and we called ourselves the, th- the, the Three Amigos. So I had done a plaque years ago with three of us with the, from the movie Three Amigos with that same font type. And uh, so this is a tribute to them. And so all the packaging, there, our nicknames are on it. There's coins with their initials on it. There's a little tribute to them on the backside of the band. So it's... Uh, it's a real special cigar for me. You ever hear of Dos Amigos? Dos Amigos? <laughs> no. I own it. Oh, you do? I, I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> I should do a trade. 
Mark uh, search. <laughs> yeah, you probably should Google search something before you come out. Everybody with it. Right. should do the trademark searches before they do these things because that's what the tr- at the trade show on day one of the trade show. Everybody's talking with each other and they everybody's pointing over here because somebody has my trademark over there. I found two trademarks last year at the trade show. I own both of them. Oh wow! And the third that the guy had there was, was a double trademark infringement. Yes, and it was with Lito Gomez, and because it was a chisel version of. Abuelo, which I own a El Abuelo Chisel. El Abuelo Chisel. So (laughs) I I see it, and I see the guy that's over there, and then I, on the corner of my eye, there's Lito Gomez. So I go, hmm, I think this is a battle for Lito Gomez. He can take care of this for me. (laughs) So I go over, and I say, hey, take a walk with me for one second. I want to show you something. And we walk over together, and I show him, and he goes, oh, my God. I said, Abuelo is me. The chisel is you. What do you want to do? And he starts talking Spanish to the guy, blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, he pulls the ball. I don't know what he's saying. I don't understand right. Spanish. And he's showing He's probably him, reciting his lawyer's he, phone he's number. And waving his, his finger. And the next thing you know, I'm holding the camera to take a picture with Lito in the sky. <laughs> he's a big fan or whatever. And supposedly, it's going to go away. And that's what you want. You want it to just go away. Go away. I don't want to go to court. I don't want to do this or whatever. But, you know, he... Just walking through the setup of the trade show, you start seeing all these things. Right. And the biggest one is Fuente, that they have people on the sales floor. That's their job. Just keep going up and down and looking for trademark infringements. Wow. So Mm. there's a lot that happens. So be careful. But uh, just a heads up of Dos Amigos. Uh, which is not, a, I have no problem at all. Anyway, it's uh, it's an extra guy. You're right. You're going to need it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, three different products at the trade show. One is going to be a 1,000 boxes. One time, it's over the PCA exclusive of Christoph. Uh, Trace Amigos, which is ongoing. Yes. And the other one is? Nicaragua. Oh, Nicaragua. 100% Nicaraguan yeah. cigar, ongoing. 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 Mm. Yeah. Okay. And and you, the, all of this is made at um, the Charles Fairmont factory. Correct. In Dominican Republic, which is a factory you've been with since day one and loyal to it. Um, and one reason is the guy that was running the factory, which is no, unfortunately no longer with us and right. stuff, but everything's a go. Everything's fine everything's, there. Yep. Uh, everybody's been trained properly, and it, it seems everything's coming out good. Uh, why that factory, and, and why the loyalty for as long as it's been? Right. So while mm-hmm. when we were brokering cigars, Rolando had flown to sh- Chicago, um, again, 20 years ago, yeah. to get us to broker his cigars. And at that point, that's when I said, I'm not brokering cigars anymore. I want to come out with my own cigar. So I told him, I said, Rolando, I'm looking to the, either buy or build a factory. I'm going to start making my own cigars. And he said, you know, Glenn, come to my factory. Look around if you like what you see. Blend your cigars there and we'll do production. So two weeks later, I went to the factory. Said, all right, let's do this. So that's how it started. So day one, that day was one, it. You yep. never went anywhere else. You never even looked. I did I did a project with uh, <coughs> Abe Flores a yes, number of years ago. Yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah no, the Galarona okay. series. Yeah. But, uh, and that was kind of a short run, but uh, yeah, I've done with the factory since since day one. Yeah. And all Dominican, yet you're making an all Nicaraguan in the Dominican Republic. Uh, what are you trying to get out of there? You want a, a fuller body, more flavorful? Um, just a different flavor profile. Yeah. Um, and when I think of Nicaraguan puros, I think of big pepper and spice notes, mm. and it is not. It's it is very not. smooth, very creamy. Um, 
and very well balanced. So I'm looking forward to it. So a Kristoff version of a Nicaraguan cigar. Yes. Okay, that's going to be interesting. Dave, what did you learn yesterday about Kristoff that you never knew before? Alzheimer's is kicking in right now. <laughs> Sullivan, you may have to clue, well, clue him in. Let me ask you this. How's the draw on your cigar? Oh, <laughs> which is interesting. So we, t- we talk about this all the time here. I don't, you, Jonathan doesn't even know this. Mm-hmm. Every Kristoff cigar is draw tested. I'm not surprised. I've never had one with a bad draw. <laughs> yep. Which is gold to know because as a retailer, um, when somebody's coming in, especially for a special occasion, the last thing you can possibly happen, somebody's wedding or even if it's four guys golfing, imagine you bring four cigars to the golf and one of the guys has a tight draw. The, the event is ruined for that particular guy that's there. You don't right. have an extra one or anything. So at certain times... I'm not looking for the most expensive cigar for them. I'm not looking for uh, the mildest or the most famous name brand. I'm looking for one that can do two things, which is have a draw, guaranteed draw, and burn. If the cigar can burn and draw, we are 90% there. Then, you know, it's not an offensive cigar. It's not too strong that's going to knock somebody over. You know, maybe I wouldn't pick... Um, the pissed off Christopher there because and some people we were in the lounge and they said I got the pissed off Christopher it's not so strong well you're sitting down and you're smoking it that one creeps up on you because okay now stand up and you know, yeah, gotta, go go to the bathroom and yeah. see what happens yeah right uh, but there's the Christoph Connecticut for instance perfect. There's a perfect cigar. Right. And you well, know and I would say just about all of your cigars, you're not really known for being, except for Pissed Off Christoph, the rest of your portfolio is very approachable by the masses. Yes. Because so exactly. many people would shy away from a Maduro, and I know that's your number one seller, because they're, the fear is that it's going to be way too strong, especially you've got a very dark, oily-looking Maduro. But it's not all that strong. No. It's very approachable. Yeah, medium-bodied. Yeah, I'm a firm believer, at least for my palate. I don't want to smoke a cigar and feel like, you know, I'm getting hit over the head with strength. Yeah, you don't want to be one and done. Right, exactly. So for me, it's all about flavor and balance. Yeah. And like you said, Dave, I mean, you don't want to fight with a cigar that doesn't draw. So that's why we draw test every single cigar. Yeah, I'd rather a cigar I didn't like the flavor of than one that doesn't draw. Right. You're all done. That's it. It's it's ruined. Um, And speaking of not one and done and smoking cigar after cigar, I think Ed Sullivan might have met his match. That Ed Sullivan <laughs> lights a cigar, is thinking about the next cigar as, he sm- as he's smoking the cigar, puts it down, goes to the next one. You smoke a lot of cigars. I do. I smoke probably between five and seven a day. Okay. I'm okay because Glenn still travels a lot more than I do, and he can't smoke on airplanes. Right. So he misses a few along the way. Right, right. Yeah, but you're, you're a hardcore cigar smoker. Were you before you got into the business itself? Um, occasionally, I just would an smoke. Occasion? I've enjoyed it, but yeah. I just didn't smoke a lot. And do you taste these ridiculous flavors Jonathan brings up? For example, I'm at the point in this guardrail where it's a chocolate graham cracker. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Really yeah, there's good. big chocolate notes in this for me. Um, some coffee notes. Um, this wrapper's from a region called Arapiraca in Brazil, and it's very sweet. So it's got that kind of sweet cocoa finish to it. I hate Jonathan being right, but it's a chocolate graham cracker, right? <laughs> it's good. That's a great description. 
It's pretty, he, hate him all you want and stuff. You got a good palate. You, you got these. Uh, Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I, I got to say, right now we're going to apologize in advance for what's going to happen on your right side, which is uh, the asylum segment. It's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> what could go wrong while masturbating using sex toys? Uh, see, this is the apologies in advance. <laughs> well, everything. A man yeah. in the Czech Republic died of electrocution while using an electronic device during a botched self-pleasuring session. The examination revealed the electrical device malfunctioned while plugged in, an autopsy showed that burns attributed to the man's death. I guess you can call this one a zappy ending, and that's not only insane, it's asylum. Uh, <laughs> that's good. Thank you. Glenn, is there uh, anyone in the cigar industry that kind of took you under their wing early on uh, that maybe was a brand owner at the time or a manufacturer at the time that you looked up to that really helped guide you in the, in the direction that you ended up going? Um, not necessarily. Again, I go back to Rolando, who was truly my, my mentor that taught me everything about tobacco processing and blending. And, um, so he's really the one that mentored me. Yeah. Um, so we just had the asylum segment and asylum announced, um, that they have two new sizes of asylum coming out, a different asylum. One is $50 and the other one is $60 that's coming out. Which, uh, that's insane, but um, we're seeing that along the way with a lot of different companies that they're, they're going into this ultra-premium or 50 and $60 is to, to the ridiculous uh, point of it. I haven't had the cigar, and maybe it, it, there's a, some magic dust in it. I don't know. I haven't tried the cigar. Um, we'll see. Um, but I, I see the Asylum customer as a value customer because they're getting a big ring gauge cigar for a great price and uh it, it doesn't even seem to match with that i look also at christoph and say christoph is a everyday cigar for the everyday man not a problem and i know the customer that buys it the customers that buy it are regular everyday people is there a thought of because everybody else is doing it of saying okay we're going to come maybe one of these three cigars that have come out um, okay this is going to be the Christoph thirty fifty seventy dollar cigar right um, we've had talks about doing that but we want to make it affordable right so that everyday cigar for anyone uh, I'm working on our twentieth anniversary cigar oh. that might which will launch Q1 next year. That might be a little higher price point, but it's not going to be that forty, fifty dollar okay. price point. And, and you will not show that at the trade show. No. So that, that'll be for next year. For now, next year. Now next year is interesting because the trade show is at the beginning of the year. Yes. March. It's in March. March. Yes. So it is Q one. Yeah. You, you'll show it there. Yes. Um, what do you think about the trade show changing to these? I think it's good timing wise. I mean, you're going into the busy season, right? Yeah. Um, but the, the challenge is, you know, up until now, 
TAA is also in March, yes. but that's moving to, I think, October next year, which yeah, is fine. Which, and you're a TAA? Yes. Uh, and you got in pretty relatively early in, in your career also. Yeah, I think this is our 14th or 15th wow. year. Wow. And, um, you know, there's a, I sat on the board of directors of it. I mean, there's a large waiting list for different manufacturers to get in. Everybody wants to get in, and you're one of the smaller companies yeah. that, that are in there. Uh, what's the reason for that? Um, I don't know. Craig Cass had approached me, like I said, 14 years ago and said, hey, think, we think you'd be a really good addition. So you weren't even approaching them? No. Oh, my goodness. So I, and I didn't know what TAA was back then. No <laughs> so kidding. Like, Sure, why not? So, yeah, that's, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Isn't that? So, it's an honor because there's only like 30 manufacturers and 75 retailers uh, that are part of that. So, when you're coming up with a new blend and a new project, and I know you're you're talking about the 20th anniversary, how much of the conversation is about staying in your lane with respect to pricing? Because, to David's point, companies are. to a certain extent, a little bit jumping the shark with some of these ridiculous prices. And I think celebrating a 20th anniversary milestone is something that you certainly can afford to have something that's a little bit more expensive and maybe a stretch for your customer. But is that part of the conversation when you're sitting down at the table? Um, it is. Yeah. I mean, specific, specifically for the 20th anniversary, and we also have a scar called the 685 Woodlawn, which is yeah. the address I grew up at as a child. Uh, and that's $15. So that's the highest price point cigar we have. But um, yeah, I think the 20th, it might be in that $14, $15 price range, but not much more than that. All right. It's going to be uh, 20 years. Big, big milestone. Congratulations. Thank all you. those years in it. Uh, Do you feel like an overnight success? No. <laughs> Are you kidding? It's a grind. I mean... It ain't easy. It's no, not right. easy. Well, it's everybody not easy. would do it, and uh, we've seen them come and go. In the right. past 20 years, you know, you, you're talking about smart people or people with a lot of money. Lots of, you know, they come in with, with you're going to change the world, and you just watch them fall over the cliff. Right. And so it's, yeah. it's a grind. Yeah. Just, I love it. Yeah. It's not in a negative way, but when I was really building the company earlier on, I was traveling 220 days a year. So that's the grind part. I mean, I love what I do, but it's a lot of time away from your family. And yeah. A lot of yeah we, time. we saw people like a Rocky Patel or something give his whole life to it. Never married, never had children, anything, because he was in the grind. And right. just keep going along the way. And uh, it, it ain't an easy thing. There's, there's an overnight success. Uh, success usually is about 10 years to... You know, right. okay, I made it. You know, yeah. and at twenty years, I think it's okay. Clean sailing now. Just yeah. stay off the motorcycles. Right, exactly. <laughs> Fine. Um, on the motorcycle, just to bring that back for a second, we are smoking the guardrail. Um, as you were driving, um, were you doing anything during that fall? Texting on nothing. the phone, smoking a nope. cigar. There was nothing. 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 Passing wind. Yeah, the, that's what was happening. Yeah, the wind went by and all that stuff. We're going to get into that a little bit uh, when we come back after the break. But um, and when we do come back from the break, we're going to bring your new for your new New England wrap up. Yes. So it's Lee. Lee. Um, and where did he come from? What you know? What should I be asking him? Um, a great guy. I mean, he's been in the cigar industry for a number of years. He used to work at a cigar shop in, believe it or not, Oklahoma. <laughs> so, where all that happened. But uh, and I met him years ago, apparently oh, right. at that shop. But uh, Jared found him, and he's he's doing great. He lives in downtown New York. And that's mm-hmm. how you found Jared, also. 
Yeah. Jared Trudeau, who's your, what's his? his He's the uh, EVP of sales. Okay. Yeah. Um, and great, great guy, by great the guy. way. And uh, he used to be my rep. Right. And, and, and then became, uh, you know, graduated to the top of there. So uh, you're paying attention when you go in cigar lounges. Oh, yeah. Because here's two people that you met. And then said, "Keep your hands off my Trevor." Just telling yeah. you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that interesting? That, is. That, has that happened to other people too that, that work for your company? I'm to think, because um, people are always asking, do, uh, "How well, do I get into the cigar business and all that stuff?" You know, every day is a re- is a rehearsal, right? You know, people are looking at you and seeing what kind of a, it happens to me when I go somewhere. If I see somebody, Jonathan actually got an employee once that saw him working in a store and handed him a card because the guy oversold him and that was uh, great. brought him around yeah. and all the stuff and said, well, you're, you're good. Let's, uh, why don't you come to work for us? Yeah. And, and a few days later, the guy came. You never know what's go- what's going to go on. So no. Actually, Dan Davison. Used yes. To, again, met him through the cigar yeah. uh, shop. So, yeah. That that's uh, it, it, but he worked there, right? And yes. So, and so did um, Lee was working there. But uh, JT was not working at the store. He was no. a consumer. He was a consumer at an event of mine. He was telling me um, that he had talked to you, and then the maybe then was it the next day or the next year came by, and there was a contest of um, trivia questions, Christoph trivia questions, and. He just kept answering all the questions right. He's got a photographic memory. That's that's, that's true. Later, we learned that he's got, yeah, he's got this craziness of, um, if if you go back to an old episode when we have Jared on the show. I have the number somewhere in here. Really? Yeah. So we bring Jared up, and I said, what's this that you can remember all these things? He says, yeah, I don't know, whatever. And I said, I'm going to say some things. He says, nah, it's not a game. It doesn't work like that. I said, I'm just going to say something. I wrote a whole bunch of numbers down. I, can I just say it to you? And he says, I don't think I can do that. And I said, well, just, just try it. So I did, I think, like 12, 12 numbers. numbers yeah. <laughs> uh, and no phone numbers, no easy thing. And it was just crazy random stuff. He puts the commas in weird places, too, so that oh, yeah. it makes it harder for you to remember. So I said, what do I have? And he, he rattles it off and then said, would you like me to say it to you backwards? And I'm like, get the hell out yeah. of here. And he says it to me backwards. <laughs> we, we came on the show it. the year after that and still had the he, number. He can still do it now. Oh, to yeah, this yeah, day. yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I swear. How is that even possible of what it is? So he's a good number cruncher for you, right? Yeah, he's, he's great. Or if you, if you make him a promise and you say, no, I didn't say that, you're screwed. <laughs> you're screwed. <laughs> yeah. 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 Be careful what you say to that kid. Right. Exactly. You make a promise, you better deliver. But you are going to deliver because you're, you're, and I say it in the commercial, and I'm the one that wrote that commercial <laughs> and said, is this okay? But you're the nicest guy in the cigar industry. Thank you. you I appreciate that. And you. my customers said it all week that sad, including my employees, you're, you're a kind, nice, nice person. And it was a shame that you ended up getting in an accident. God forbid you ended up dying. People would be saying such nice things about you, right. that you but you, you ended up making it through. And many, many more years to you, Glenn. Thank you. Uh, and, and complete success. Oh, and Glenn, I know you love the manufacturer gifts at New England's. Uh, oh, yeah. This one, best one ever. Really? I think so. You saw it. Yeah. I saw it. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, it's going to be a good one. All right, final thoughts here on flavor strength. notes and things on the uh, Christoph Godrail. Strength check? Five, six. 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 
Chat room says four to five. Mm. All right. So we're, we're four to six in between. Call it a straight up medium. Straight up medium. Done. Which is which is the majority of what it, Jonathan brought up the case that it's it's dark, oily. Some of the cigars look like they're going to be strong. The rustic boxes, the, oh, the packaging yeah. you do uh, with tobacco in it and the whole bit, and you look at it and it's eye catching, but it looks like it's a stronger cigar than right. it is. And uh, you can be a man's man and look like you're smoking a real rugged Ooh. one, but it's okay. it's it's a good good for everybody. Good for everybody's cigar. What's it taste like to you, Mister Jonathan? It's definitely a uh, a chocolate graham cracker. Yeah. That's great, a great cigar. description. Thank you. Glenn, thank you for coming on. Finally, can, can we have you again before Absolutely. we stop, stop doing this after 14 years? Absolutely. Uh, and, and we will definitely see you at the New England Cigar Expo. Oh, right? yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, beautiful. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, Lee Graves is our Christoph rep here in New England, and uh, we're going to learn a little about him. And uh, we have uh, uh, questions to go through and see uh, what he can tell us about Jared that we don't already know. And lots more. Stick around. We're live from the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99. And you can quit anytime, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Agent Room 4, Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. 
That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Hank Kellner and my son. Class Peter Kellner and you're listening to The Cigar Authority. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company featuring West Tampa Black and West Tampa White. And soon to be West Tampa Red. I think it's going to be this week. We'll see. Passion with a purpose. I think he said that's the last color. Yeah, so I think he's going to move away from the colors. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Careful okay. how you word that there, Ed Sullivan. <laughs> Here we go. With us is Lee Graves. He is the territory manager of Christoph Cigars. He is uh, less than a year into this now. Yeah, seven months. Seven months. Yeah. Any relation to Peter? Peter Graves? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> I remember who that is, but I bet half the <laughs> listeners don't remember who that is. No, just dated myself. <laughs> yes, you did. But I'm surprised you knew. Mm-hmm. I, even though it's your last name, I'm surprised you knew. Oklahoma? Oklahoma. Jinx. Yeah? Small and, town just outside of Tulsa. Okay. And you worked at a cigar store? Yeah. I worked at uh, the Cigar Box in Midwest City. That's just outside of Oklahoma City for about six years. Six years? Mm-hmm. You look like a young man. Yeah. <laughs> Do you just are you very young or it's it's the cigars that keeps really? me young. Yeah, okay. You look very young. No, thirty one. I'm oh, I'm getting okay. there. All right. So One, six years, so twenty five years old, maybe twenty four years old. You got, you got in the business. That's when I did it. Yeah. 
One okay. of my weirdest experiences were in Oklahoma. It was <laughs> oh, a weird no. place. I was there for America's Most Wanted. It was like <laughs> October because I knew the Yankees were on the World Series. Gets preempted because there's a tornado. And they're calling it like a race, like a horse race, telling you which street the tornado's on, <laughs> wow. which street it's heading to. It was the freakiest thing I've ever experienced. Wow. I had to go to the basement of the hotel. Really? Yeah. Weathermen are local celebrities in Oklahoma. That's uh, primetime television. America's <laughs> Most Wanted didn't catch you, did they? No. I'm still right. free, man. <laughs> Good. So six years working at the cigar store, I love that, ha- having it into a rep that, that is, becomes my rep because he understands everything we're going through and as opposed to they never lived this side of it. Exactly. So you're on both sides, so it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So it's great. So far, you're liking this side of it? I'm right? loving it. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Right. You couldn't be with, with a nicer guy. Oh. Uh, Glenn is the best. Man. I know. He really is. Yeah. Jared's uh, a little sus, but yeah, Glenn's a good dude. We'll get a little into, rough. We'll get into that go side-by-side comparison in a second. Yeah. But, Barry, what are we going to light up right now? Well, today's second cigar is the JT Signature, and it, too, is manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Christoph Cigars. The size that we're smoking is six and a quarter by 54. It's a Toro, and it features an Ecuadorian HVA wrapper, Sumatra binder, and fillers from Mexico in the Dominican Republic. A single will set you back eleven nineteen, while a box of twenty is one seventy seven ninety nine, which comes out to just nine eighty nine per cigar. That's a savings of just over twenty six dollars or twelve percent off on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com. And what I'll say about this appearance wise, the wrappers on Christoph's are not the most beautiful wrappers. They're the tastiest wrappers. Mm. So they choose flavor over the appearance of, of the wrapper uh, because it's very special. This is the JT standing for Jared Trudeau, who's the national sales guy. So, you know, here's another thing. There's not a Glenn K cigar. Glenn, who's mm. the owner, chooses to put Jared's name on mm-hmm. a cigar. Yeah, five minutes after he took the job. I don't understand how he gets a cigar named after him in such a short amount of time. It is an interesting of the, the that that's the way he ended up doing it. So, And I'm going to tell you, you're on the show. We, we had Glenn, and we could have kept him off for two hours. Mm-hmm. It was Glenn that said, no, put him on the show. There's a, he's a guy that puts the other people ahead of him. He's just a very special guy anyway. All right, let's give it a cut. It's the official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Now, Dave, I did not cut mine. I took the twist approach. Yep. And the draw is perfect. Perfect, because everyone has been draw tested. Everyone is perfect. I never knew it until this week. Yeah. <laughs> and you come to think of it, I never had a bad one. Never. But never thinking, mm-hmm. you know, I just looked, thought I locked out every time. You mm-hmm. ever had Perrier water? Mm. That's what the cold draw tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> little minerally. Yeah. yeah. Not in a bad way. I love Perrier. You're getting some effervescence on there? Oh, it's effervescent. Yeah. Yeah, it, and would have to be Perrier. It couldn't be any no, other brand? No, it's Perrier. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> this light is tough on my fingers, but it's $10. Uh, well, it's four a, flame. It's a stiffy. Yeah. You're going to do the commercial now? We're going to light our cigar today with the Hornet by Vertigo, featuring single action. You press the button down, the top flips open. Four jets come alive, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, 
At the bottom, you've got very easy adjustment off of the low price of $9.99. That is the Hornet by Vertigo. Okay. Soft box press. A lot of spice off that foot. Yeah. You pull it right on the light. Yeah. Which I like to do with a closed foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so Jared Trudeau, JT on this on this cigar, your boss, uh, Glenn Case, your boss also. You work with both of them. Mm-hmm. What do we got? What's the what's the differences between these two? How how's this act? How different is night and day? You know, yes. <laughs> yeah. Now they're both great guys, uh, but with Glenn, you know, you're getting lots of hugs. You're getting, you know, he's going to lay hands on you and pray with you. Jared's a little more. Uh, Rough around the edges, but he's a great guy. Yes. You always so know what you're getting so with he's him. Abrasive. He's abrasive. Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> a little abrasive, but that's good. You know, then that's what you want in a boss. Because when when it comes down to it, I know exactly where I stand with him all the time. Yeah. There, there's never any you know warm fuzzies. It's just, uh, hey, this is what we need to get done. Get it done. Yeah. You did that great job. If you didn't, go do it. Right. You know, and that's what I need. I don't. I don't want someone blowing smoke up my ass all Here the time. I want someone who tells me what's going on. All right. And if you ever fly with him, don't take your shoes off on the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> I've also heard no tuna sandwiches in the car. Yes. <laughs> uh, hairstyles. We just saw Glenn tight, cropped, nice, perfect. Mm-hmm. What is up with Jared and, <laughs> and his mop on his head? What's going on with this? <laughs> you know, I whenever, whenever I first met Jared, he was down in Oklahoma with Glenn for a uh, for Smokelahoma, a big multi-vendor event that they hold out there. And he was very clean cut, you know, yes. had his shirt tucked in. So when he called me about, you know, nine months ago, close to a year ago, and offered me the job, and we went through the interview process, you know, I still had that mental picture. And then we hopped on Zoom for one, and it, he looked like they just pulled him out of the Patriot or something. You know, he had the low ponytail yeah. and everything. Yeah, he's not homeless. He's your boss. He, he looks like Eddie Vedder. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't want to lose this flavor because it's probably because of that unfinished foot. But if you've ever had one of the saltines in the pack, that's a little and it's unsalted, by the way. Uh, it's a little extra toasty on the never corners. Had it. No, I've never had it. No, it's saltines. It's supposed to be salted. Saltines. They have unsalted ones. And, yeah, those and are called. Sometimes you those get are called crackers. A little extra toasty saltine cracker. It's in the name, but mm-hmm. with no salt. You know how they have. Uh, extra toasty Cheez-Its? Yes. I wish they did that with saltines. Oh, yeah. You could buy extra toasty saltines. You could put it in the oven. <laughs> yeah. toast them. You know me. I don't, Second I, toast. I have this avoidance of work. What if, so. you took, what if you took a saltine and you just wiped the salt off and it was extra toasted and you ate it? Could oh, that be, be the flip? Yes, it could be just like this. All right. That's what it tastes like. Then. Don't waste the salt. Lick it off first. There we go. Uh, all right, let's get to it. It's time for the poll question of the week, and it's brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. And we conclude the best rock band with the first album pre-1979. There were 16 entries. We got down to the final two. Uh, pitted up ACDC versus Van Halen, and Van Halen took it with 57% of the vote. Boo. Beating out ACDC. I'm shocked. And uh, actually had the most amount of votes of any of the rounds. Um, it won by the most? No, the oh, most more people voted. Yeah. And due to popular demand, the people asking me to do one with more modern post-90s first. Good. I won't know anybody, but we're you, doing you'll that. Some of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my favorite is the suicide bracket. I have Soundgarden up against Lincoln Park. <laughs> uh, but you go to the cigarauthority.com 
vote and let us know who makes it on to round two. No Nirvana? They're in there against the Foo Fighters. No. All Lincoln right. Park must have been seated pretty low, I hope. Yeah, I manipulated it. With so or without Jay-Z. <laughs> okay, uh, upcoming shows. Uh, next week, we are doing Tobacco versus Tobacco. We have Husto Aroa on here, and we're going to go deep into these different types of tobacco. I don't think he's got Zimbabwe on his, on his list, but uh, it's right. certainly a tobacco. Maybe they're growing some in secret. We'll see. We'll see. We're going to see what we can get in there. And we have a special uh, opportunity for you next week uh, on the Cigar Authority to uh, kind of like join us on the team. Hmm. We'll, we'll save that. We're going to talk a little about it on the after show. And, um, you know, maybe uh, you, you tune in and this is going to be up your alley. We'll see what happens there. But then the care packages are going to go out. They should be going out soon, Barry. Uh, everybody's the- credit card, it was either charged today or tomorrow. I always forget if it's the 20th or the 21st. So we'll give a couple of days to the people who are declined, and it'll probably ship Tuesday, Wednesday, the latest. Okay. And uh, you'll see that um, uh, the folks from McAuliffe are going to be here on June 3rd. And... Um, um, what would they think of their company now? We're going to uh, look at old cigar companies and talk about those old cigar companies that sold off and what would they think of their company today. We're going to see a lot of that. You know, I, I said in my prediction show, uh, we've seen a little of it happening. Um, there's uh, lots of uh, acquisitions happening. Uh, I, I don't see merges. I see acquisitions. And, and attempted ones. Too. Yes, lots of attempted stuff out there. Um, it's happening every day. Um, so uh, this industry is going to look a, a lot different a year from now, is, mm-hmm. is my guess there. Uh, then we're going to get into um, futures of cigars, buying futures in cigars or cigar brands. Um, and on Father's Day, we have uh, father and daughter joining. Ernesto Perez Carrillo and his daughter Lissette will join us live in studio. We have a cigar dinner uh, with them, and we actually have tickets available still if you want to join us that night, which is Saturday night. Um, June 17th, uh, from 6 to 9 p.m., we are going down the street to the Phoenician restaurant, and we're going to enjoy um, baked stuffed shrimp and roast tenderloin, along with red list potatoes, vegetables. We have baked Alaska for dessert. We're going to have two E.P. Carrillo cigars, and Ernesto and his daughter will join us. We have live music from the Zach King Band, and tickets are $95 if you want to join us each or you bring your son or daughter or father or whatever you want to do and get two tickets. Um, But uh, you certainly can go by yourself if you want to. Tickets are $95. We have tickets left if you want to join us. Dave, on a not-so-secret mission, aren't we going to the Phoenician on Tuesday? We are going uh, to the Phoenician, but we're not going... Uh, we might well, as well we, eat we'll while we're there. Snack as yeah, yeah, you have there. to. Yeah. I mean, but we're going to check out the micro wrestlers uh, because I have never seen this myself, and I booked them for the New England Cigar Expo, which is going to take place Friday and Saturday, September 29th and 30th, the New England Cigar Expo on day one. And, and Glenn Case is coming up. You're going to join us? Oh, I'll be there. You're going to be there? Oh, yeah. Don't miss that. Yeah. Nothing like it. So day one um, will be the night of Friday night, 
September 29th, we're going to have a sit-down uh, beef dinner. Uh, of course, it's Cattle Ranch. And um, we're going to give away an 800-pound cow. There's going to be uh, 18 different cigar manufacturers there. They're all going to give you a cigar, so you're going to get 18 cigars. We have music. We have comedy. Um, and somebody walks away with the 800-pound cow along with a 16-cubic-foot uh, Freezer. No, there is no. also there is a church on site, so there is a very good chance it's a holy cow. Holy cow, <laughs> or that I buy the cow. Now, from when you. you say somebody walks away with it, they don't have to carry. No, we'll, we'll ship it right all to right. you. Uh, you'll be all set, and you can. Uh, you have two choices. You can take half the cow. We ship you half the cow, and then you give us a date, and the other half goes later. Nice. Or you get the whole eight hundred pound. Uh, which is going to fit in the freezer, so you can take it all at once if, if that's what you'd rather. But the interesting thing is we've never done this before is a second day. And the second day, doors open at 11 o'clock. You go into the second day one, and you're going to get 20 cigars on the second day. 18 on your first day, 20 on your second day adds up to 38. 38 is my 38th anniversary in the cigar industry beautiful congratulations so a connection there and i had to put extra cigars in just to get the 38 but i'm doing <laughs> it because jonathan knows i have to make these things yeah, work connect. but where the wrestling comes in oh. is we're going to have micro wrestling four <laughs> bouts of micro wrestling at it because the guys that work for me went and said it was the greatest night of their life. There's something wrong with Larry, right? There's yes. something wrong with both of them. Yeah, yeah. They are they've been so multiple, into it now. They've been multiple times. <laughs> right. they're, they're on a first-name basis with some of the but, micro wrestlers. But Trevor doesn't wrestle with them the way he doesn't. Larry does. No, no. Larry likes to get in there, and he's hands-on. He's a hands-on well, learner. Larry's only a tiny bit over the he's height. He's one right? inch over the height requirement. <laughs> yeah. right. right. I measured him. He's exactly one inch too tall. To be a micro wrestling all star. Well, it's plagued so him his entire life. They went life. and they came back super fans. So we're going Tuesday, and we'll talk to you Saturday again and tell you how what a super now, fan we are. The the true fans of Cigar Authority have been saying for some time, "Will the grappler be there?" He will not. He. I am he's, not. He. He is always everywhere. He, he's always there, <laughs> but he's not. It will absolutely not. Don't buy a ticket because you're going to see me go over He's made it this far the- without yeah. breaking a hip. He's not going in doing it this time. All right. How about this? I'm not asking you to wrestle, but do you still have the mask? My nephew has it. Ah. Can you just go to Victoria's Secret and get a thong? And I, I have wrestling masks, but the mask my nephew has it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, you should gonna- manage one of them, like Classy Freddy. Yeah. Classy. Yeah, they, they work all the time. They're traveling all around the country. I just don't have the time to do it. <laughs> but um, there's going to be a food pavilion on the second day, and we brought in some aces in there. We have Kowloon's. You heard me talk about Kowloon's. They're going to be there. Buxton Pizza. We have uh, lobster rolls, fried clams, all kinds of um, New England dishes there. Uh, the Whoopi Wagon. Whoopi. Yeah. Is that got, where you go for a zappy ending? Maybe. <laughs> Look at you bringing, bringing, see what he did there? Oh, yeah, call back. Uh, tickets for the two-day event is $395. You get 38 cigars. You get more than your money's worth just on the cigars alone. It's going to be a time of your life, believe me. One-day pass, which is a Saturday only, if that's all you can do is because you're working Friday night for whatever reason. Um, you could call in sick, or you could just buy the Saturday ticket, <laughs> two, it's, 225 It's worth taking a sick day for that. Oh, this is it. We have uh, Chef Charlie going to join us. He's taking the week off. The whole week. He does it every year. Yeah. Taking he the builds week. up to. 
And I think we have like 24 states covered right now that are coming. And uh, now we have Oklahoma. But you moved. That's right. I'm gone. You moved to? New York City. New York City. From Oklahoma to New York City. Talk about a culture crash. Yeah. Poor bastard. I'd never go back. Real (laughs) New York City? Manhattan? Yeah. West 15th Street. Wow. Look at that. Well, you're leaving from here. You're going right back. Mm -hmm. Go for less than 24 hours. But yeah, I'll be there for a little bit. Wow. Um, so when you, when you took the job, it required you to move. So I was already here. Um, oh, really? In fact, okay. when Jared called me, um, originally it was for the you know Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas, Nebraska region. And, uh, they, uh, and I told him, well, I would love to, but I'm, I'm not there anymore. You, know? so, uh, you moved to New York City. Uh, yeah. And what did you plan on doing? <laughs> Besides dying a Crazy very enough, painful death. Uh, so my... Um, my girlfriend at the time, her, uh, we were doing long distance for a couple years. She was in San Francisco. I was in Oklahoma. Pandemic hit, and uh, she came. She left San Francisco, came and you know waited it out with me in Oklahoma. And then uh, her job, she works for a wine and spirits company, so she needs to be she needed to be in a large metro area. So we were just kind of, and uh, I'd always wanted to change. You know, love Oklahoma, but I've been there my whole life. I think it's important to go explore try new things. So uh, we were just kind of looking, you know, Dallas was pretty close to home, basically the same thing. Uh, we looked at Denver, we looked at LA, you know, all that. And it, what it came down to was uh, I got some family in New York. I would go up and visit a couple times yeah. a year. She has uh, one of her, they do competitions, uh, wine spirit competitions. So one of hers was in Brooklyn. So it just kind of was a perfect fit. Um, so I actually showed up in New York City without a job. I because uh, you know it was the middle of the pandemic. The cigar industry definitely wasn't hiring at right. the time. So I knew I wanted to stay in the industry. So what I did, I just tried to stay in touch with as many people, all my contacts, let them know I'd be available if anyone wanted anything. And then I took a job, uh, a sales job with wine and spirits, uh, or actually mostly beer. Uh, just try to build up because I. Done the retail side, you know, customer-facing sales, but it's yeah. totally different business to business. Yeah. If it was Bud Light, you got out at the right time. <laughs> You're right, exactly. <laughs> wow. So you did a little bit of the wine and spirits thing, which I think go hand-in-hand hand anyway. It does, yeah. yeah. And a perfect training ground. I mean, I was on foot in Manhattan selling yeah. from, uh, you know, I'd see 30 accounts a day, walking it, carrying my samples in my bag. Wow. Yeah. Walking 16 miles a day. Now I'm lucky if I get... One mile. Right. So you're going to get fat, but yeah. that's what happened. It's already scenario. happened. <laughs> yeah, it's already. All right. So, um, you know, Glenn was saying that, you know, and I didn't know what the story was, if there was uh, drinking and driving involved with this crash or anything was happening, um, uh, which nothing that nothing appeared. It was the wind that ended up doing it. But um, it, it, this, this got me to something, but... Um, there's actually talk in the cigar industry, as crazy as this is, is there's states that are going to start fining people for smoke in the car. Hmm. So the, having smoke in the car is messing with your, your view or something that's obstruction. Well, in Ed Sullivan's oh. car it is. You can't see the windshield. That's but. true enough, yeah. So, I mean, there's already talk of this end up happening. Um, so I get the driving um, and texting. I'm against it. It's really bad. Uh, I have a car that um, drives itself. I can put it into drive mode and check 
a text or something like that that I'm able to the do. The car it's still will not, read you the text message. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> you say, car, read my messages. Really? Or, I don't want to say the word, but you've got Siri on your phone. You just say, hey, read my messages. So I, I, I'm looking into this whole thing because I, it's going to become an issue. And right. I'm looking at the first, first off, having the phone in your car, is that a problem? So if, if they're going to get into smoke, having smoke in there, is the cell phone itself being in there? So how long has, has there been a mobile phone in the automobile? When did that start? What year do you think uh, mobile phones Mobile start? phones started in the late 70s, early 80s. 79. 1946. Get out of here. What? 77 years ago, the first mobile phone service, it was an 80-pound telephone, was installed in cars. Uh, it was demonstrated on June 17, 1946, well, 77 old, years ago next The old month. police cars had the crank phone. <laughs> yeah. I figured it was a telegraph. Yeah. And a lot of it started in the limos, right? They'd pay the big money to sure. install the phone. Yep. Uh, Rotary dial still? I mean, you'd be <laughs> dialing, you'd get to your destination before you could make the call. Well, you watch old TV shows of uh, Mannix and stuff like that. He's got the phone right in his car, and that was 60s. Well, what about Get Smart with it in his shoe? In his shoe. Well, right? Talk about a potential shitty situation. <laughs> um, by the year 2000s, car phones became uh, obscure because of um, cell phones, right? So there's no more um, car phones that are there. There was that whole bag phone era. Yes, yes. Um, they want to reduce texting, so they're, they're making it so that you're not e even going to be able to text if the right. if the, the car is GPS, GPS knows it's moving. moving. So they're going to try to stop that. But New York became the first state to ban handheld phone conversations by all drivers. Now we have 24 states that are um, banning it. Our cigars next. It sounds the craziest thing, but I've been here so many times when, you know, oh, somebody put a smoking section in the in the restaurant. Are they going to soon outlaw it? And the answer is yes. These things happen over time. In most states, you can smoke while driving as long as no one is under 18. So in some states, you can't drive. You can't smoke in the car if somebody's 18 years old. But what about the cigar as road rage prevention? There we go. And Sullivan makes an excellent point. But the police officer can accuse you of windshield obstruction if smoke is heavy and they consider it blocking your windshield. So watch out. Smoking in your car can be the next problem oh my God. that's there. Uh, Ed Sullivan, you can't deny that it's a legitimate problem in your car. <laughs> if you and I are in there, it's a hot box. Listen, until... Yes. No, it was the day before when I cleaned the windows in my car. That was a much bigger problem <laughs> than the smoke. Well, get ready for it because it's next. So right now it's time for the confessional that's brought to you by All Saints Cigars. It's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars, featuring the All Saints St. Francis. Voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, <clears throat> confession? It's been one week since my last confession. 
And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? And Anonymous writes through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Dearest St. Francis, back in 2016, I was deployed to Qatar. 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 Okay. My squad was put in charge of searching cars as they entered the base. I would light up a cigar around 4.30 a.m. every day before it got too hot outside. Each day we would have OCNs, other country nationals, enter the base for work. A lot of them got a kick out of seeing a six-foot-two American puffing on a cigar. One day, the trash truck guys, probably uh, Napoli's men, started asking me about cigars while, they were, while we were mirroring the bottom of the trash truck. Then one of them asked if he could try mine. I said, no, but I'll bring you one tomorrow. Cigars were a hot commodity, and you couldn't buy any on base. I also didn't have much storage room for anything but a 20-cigar travel humidor that I relied on while my dad would send me care packages. Much to my disgrace, the next morning, I picked the one cigar I didn't want to smoke and to give it away to the trash guys. It was a dark Gordo. At that point in my life, I hated Gordos, and that cigar looked as dark as they come. Well, the day after I gave it to him, he told me he had no idea how I could smoke cigars, that he had tried smoking it all, but got sick. As it turned out, he was inhaling (laughs) until he threw up. (laughs) So that's not a bad thing. The guy asked the morning, he gave gave him the cigar, and the guy's Uh, never going to ask again. Can I say no penance at all? You can. I'm going to give him a pass. Really? Has that ever happened to you in life? That you did. Do you ever go to confession? Well, yeah, you have to to get confirmed. Okay, so you went to confession and they said, oh, you're all set. No, they never did. But you are. I'm almost perfect. No, but I mean, you're you're (laughs) saying to this guy, no, you... you, It wasn't even legitimate. It it was a nice gesture. Yeah, you did something nice. Well, isn't that kind of the messed up thing? Shouldn't he get penance for just telling us how nice he is? No. All right, did Thanks to Jonathan, we got to give you this now. All right. Oh, jeez. You're an animal. <laughs> For your penance, you must buy and smoke one full box of all Saint cigars this week. When, when you return from your trip to uh, Qatar. Right. A whole box. He doesn't have the storage for that right now. All right, Lee. There's lots of different Christoph cigars. Where is your taste profile? Don't say all of them either, you kiss ass. <laughs> my profile is all over the place, but my, my favorite Christoph cigar is the Cameroon. I think oh. we do an excellent Cameroon, uh, you know, true African Cameroon. We age it for seven years before the wrapper goes on. It's just decadent. It's creamy. It's got nuttiness oh. to it. Good for you because that's something we haven't even talked about, that they make a dynamite Cameroon. Cameroon doesn't seem to be the hottest thing anymore. I mean, people because there's a lot of people that don't do it well. Mm-hmm. And Christoph does it well, so it's another one to think about. A- absolutely. Good good call there. At, when working in the cigar shop, you smoke, you got to become the person to smoke everything, right? That's exactly. What that's what you have to do. Yeah. 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 It's part of your job to smoke everything. So that's what you do. And when somebody says, hey, what's your regular thing? There is, there is no regular cigar. But you were a Christoph fan anyway? Of course. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good. All right. Early thoughts here on the Christoph JT Signature Toro. I am still getting the saltine. I could have probably just held off on that flavor profile. I was just afraid it was from the unfinished foot, but it is definitely a, uh, there's that crackery, um, 
component to it. It's not not that it's drying because saltines sometimes uh, come across as drying. It's but not you, drying. You're not getting the fake butter from a, the cracker like a Ritz or something. Correct. This is, this is pure a, salt. Yeah, yeah. How about the stone ground <laughs> I cracker? I was just thinking the same thing. Okay. Almost like with peppery on it. With does right. that have whatever? What there is a little peppery component that's mm-hmm. coming in here. That's stone a good cracker. But uh, are we crazy with these flavor notes? Or no, we? it's it's always it's kind of that got that breadiness to yeah. it. Um, a little grainy. I always get a little cinnamon on the first third of this too. But with the stone ground, you're not a huge fan, right? You're going <laughs> to eat them. I'd eat them. It depends what you put on it, because you don't eat crackers right. by themselves. Yeah. Jonathan does. Oh, no, he doesn't I don't eat, eat them crackers. at all. There's put a lectins. nice piece of cheese on But when I did eat it. crackers, yeah, you put a nice sharp cheddar on a stone oh, ground yeah. cracker, and it's, it's delicious. Yeah. How about a little pepperoni and some cheese? Dave oh, doesn't yeah. eat the pepperonis. He's not a pepperoni yeah. guy. Prosciutto? Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. He won't do the prosciutto either. No. But no pigs. He won't even. You, you were talking. I laughed to myself because you were talking about. You know, you believe that people should try new things and have new experiences. He won't try a different ravioli than cheese. <laughs> you guys are the exact opposite of each other. You won't eat a ravioli with anything. I've eaten it. ravioli. Yeah, but you won't. Now I decide not to. No chef Boyardee. No. I was so proud of Dave last night. He does like it in the can though. Yeah. He was eating a vegetable. Was? It was deep fried. There's no way it wasn't. Well, the eggplant. Oh, eggplant I think you were doing it for the nicotine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eggplant rollatini was awesome. Oh, it was very it was good. awesome. That was the appetizer. One of the appetizers. Yeah, of course, you've got more he than He can one. hang. Yeah, he can. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't look like he can, but he can hang with the, with the food. Oh, yeah. Really, really he probably good. fasted all day to get himself prepared for the uh, caloric yeah. intake. Yesterday, I had one protein bar at lunch. Just to tide me over, because I knew I had to eat with Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to, you got to train for that. Oh yeah, it Get was awesome. Prepared. All right, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we got letters in the mailbag, a prize to give away, and much more. Uh, don't touch that dial, even though we don't have any dials. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Provider number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Havana wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. 
Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Hi, this is Brian Charles, living in Bangkok, Thailand, Mr. Jonathan's favorite city. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. No music. We had to focus on that message. Yes. He hasn't lived there in years in Bangkok. Yeah, he's living in Michigan. But it's still Mr. Jonathan's favorite city. Yeah, and it's funny that that is his favorite place. (laughs) Um, All right. We are uh, smoking the Christoph J.T., this is the Signature Series, and uh, with us is Lee Graves. He is the rep here in New England and living in New York right now from Oklahoma. Uh, that's what we've learned so far. And uh, he's our rep, and he's been in the cigar industry, so he knows his stuff. So uh, we, the Cigar Authority, created a cigar last year, um, made a Lancero uh, for our 12-year anniversary. It's sold decent for one day and then it stopped selling (laughs) and it dragged out for the longest time and this year we said okay let's make something different and we made something called the fat fingers because my fat fingers i'm with you yeah so uh they're little short little uh fat fingers they look like and they inside a glove and you buy a single glove uh, for 59 dollars or you buy a pair (laughs) of gloves which you should uh for 99 dollars and it, it started out okay, just like last mm-hmm. year, and then it trickled down to almost nothing. 
But how are they selling it again, right? <laughs> yeah, they're not selling. It, that's it. So as soon as the cold weather comes and people need a pair of gloves, sales will pick up. <laughs> there you go. They'll be gone by then. Well, they are going to be gone by they're then. They're going to punish everyone. Yeah. If you won't buy them, I'm going to stop selling them. That's the, and that's what I'm going to do. But so, there's your idea for the guardrail. You do that side and you call it the concussion grenade. Uh, <laughs> there we go. So uh, we will... Um, be shutting it off soon, so I'm going to give you a warning that I'm going to buy the rest of them, and then you're going to say, I wish I had them or whatever. Uh, if you want to buy it, you go on to the cigarauthority.com, and you'll see a link to it there, or go to twoguyscigars.com, Fat Fingers. Yep, just type fat, and it'll show up. Uh, just type fat. <laughs> All you fat guys. Just Not type P-H-A-T it. either. Yeah. And um, it'll it'll take you to there, and if you want to get it, get them all the getting's good. Uh, the cigars are dynamite. I hear it yeah. from other people. Mm-hmm. So maybe you bought them and you said the cigars are dynamite. Uh, We've had right. repur- repurchases. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, but I'd like the people that didn't buy one yet to buy it and try it, right? Yeah. Have and an open see, mind. Yeah. Let's give it a shot. Uh, if not, uh, that's it. On the after show today, we're going to talk about how to be a cigar reviewer. How to be a cigar reviewer. This will go full circle by next week. You'll understand what's going on. But well, listen to it. Give it a try, what we're telling you to do. Do you think I should hold off on smoking more for Cigar Journal until I listen to yes. that episode? Yes. Because you have a couple left on Cigar Journal, right? You got two left? Three. Three. Three or five. We only got five. And we got them two or three weeks ago. Yeah. So. I got them about eight to ten days ago. Yeah. Um. All right, uh, we're going to get to uh, the the uh, prize to give away, and, and I just want to let um, Lee in on this, how this works. Um, you're going to hear three uh, emails that are coming in, and we are going to decide which one is the best, and the one that is the best is going to win the prize. What do we have, Mr. Jonathan? Well, it's we've got, one, uh, yeah, we got the uh, Monte Cristo email of the week this week. We have, uh, as part of the prize, a lapel pin. A flask, possibly of lotion. Not. It's a, a jet lighter <laughs> and a sling bag. Oh. And they are not. They are not to scale in the picture. I'm glad you finally. The made flask it. is yes, way bigger than the bag. I got tired of hearing it. <laughs> you, you got complaints. The other three are probably to my correct. left. Yes, <laughs> but the the sling bag. The lapel pin looks like a chest plate if it's the same size <laughs> as the bag. Yeah. Uh, so through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com, Captain Matt writes. Oh, Captain Matt. The Cigar Authority achieves a tax break in Montana. I've been listening to the podcast for 12 years, and without the inspiration and look behind the curtain, the battle would never have begun. Getting to know all of you, hearing your stories, and really demonstrating on a weekly basis you are the authority. You truly are instrumental in cigar freedom around the world. You're kind of like Radio Free America. Dave, Ed Santa Maria, and Barry, he wrote Barry, I think he did it on purpose, willingly answered our calls and provided support throughout a two-year battle. The Cigar Authority has given us the most powerful weapon in our fight, information. Thank you to all of you. You're not just two hours of witty banter and guitar geekiness. You really do make a difference. You're a devoted listener. Captain Matt Walker. See, I like that. One. I like it, but he, nice. but he gets disqualified. Didn't he call you Ed Santa Maria? I believe yeah, that he had conversations with Ed Santa Maria right. about about taxation. Captain Matt, we know him. Yeah. Sure, in Montana. Yeah, Montana. They're coming. 
Are they the ones that just changed the tax from 50 cent cap yeah, to 30? Well, they went from a percentage down to a cap. Hmm. Very nice. They won that battle. Okay. May I continue? May. Sure. All right. The following message also submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. And Ryan writes Freedom of speech. Gents, I want to express my sincere appreciation for your gritty, grimy, raw companionship on the show. In a world full of trigger warnings, cancel culture, social justice warriors, and all-around weak individuals, I appreciate a place I can tune into and still hear a good amount of ball-busting, foul language, language, Fuck yeah. and a touch of education. I don't think people realize how hard it is to run a successful retail operation and podcast, but y'all seem to do it while still having fun, at least appearing to anyway. If I were in New England and looking for a career, I'd be at your doorstep. Smoke on. Ryan. Ryan. You're not, you're, um, Lee, you're not woke, right? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you are can you, ask people I, that. Right. What if they yeah. are? He lives that, in New that York. actually that offended me. Then you trigger I them. I should have asked way earlier on the show. <laughs> right. It may be even before we were on the show. Yeah, well, before the asylum segment or anything right. like that, right? Okay. All right. This is, so the last one I read is the one that I pick. Okay. Nate writes through the Contact Us page of the Cigar Authority, Dot com Circle of trust broken. Mm. Gentlemen, I've always enjoyed Mr. J's unique, imaginative, and sometimes even correct flavor descriptions. But last week, the trust was lost. If you can't even taste the difference between chocolate and vanilla pudding, how can you pick Whoa. up flavor nuances in a cigar? Amen. Good point. <laughs> Good point is right. He said they're the same. Chocolate and vanilla pudding are the same except color, he said. What? <laughs> that, this, Which is crazy. This is assertion. <laughs> I know what flavors. you're going to say. It was a certain kind a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm pretty sure I've had every kind of ultra-processed, <laughs> pre-made, artificially flavored pudding available since the late 70s. Jell-O, Hunt's, Cozy Shack. Hell, I even remember the Del Monte that came in oh, the little yeah. mini cans. Make whatever excuse you want, <laughs> but you're out of the flavor profile circle of trust. In other fat guy moves, Dave and Barry, did you know... You can ask for a quarter pounder meat on a Big Mac. Yeah, you can. And it's amazing. <laughs> really? Right. I did not know. And I'm going to say, if you can taste the difference between chocolate and vanilla pudding in the Jello snack packs, you're a sheep, Nate. You're a sheep. Nate, you want to taste the Nate difference. Nate is so right. There is no difference. <laughs> and oh, Dave, do you remember wrong. the pudding in a can, the Del Monte? In the can, no. Yeah, it had the pop top and it yep. came in the can. Yep. We couldn't see through it, right? No. It was in a can. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> what is that? Jonathan likes it in a can. <laughs> <laughs> Caught you while My you girlfriend wouldn't appreciate that. Yeah? She knows. Dave, sorry, <laughs> Kylie. She knows. Sharing his pegging secrets. <laughs> All right, so you, there we have three of them. We have uh, Captain Matt from Montana. We have Ryan with the freedom of speech. And we have the circle of trust is Nate. What do you say? Which is the best one there? I think I got to agree and go with the circle of trust. Circle of trust? <laughs> yeah, I'll go with Bill Cosby. <laughs> Bill Cosby's pudding? Pudding, pudding, pudding guy. Pudding <laughs> it's pudding all the way. All right. There you go. There you go. Give that to Barry. Nate, uh, your, your uh, package will go out on Monday. Um, Raul Drake is calling for a blind taste test of pudding on the show. Yeah. Right. About, he he'll say it. he can't tell the difference. Well, he though. won't eat it. I'll smell oh. it. It's got lectins. Yeah, I'm not eating the pudding. You wouldn't no eat pudding. Way. 
No, there's seed oils in that shit. <laughs> Fuck out of here. So you know what a lectin is? Inform me. Uh, we'll talk I, about it after the show. <laughs> poor listeners have heard me talk about lectins ad nauseum. When it comes to food, he's very woke. Yeah. It, it's a crazy made, made up thing that he claims is an anti-nutrient or something. Anti-nutrient. It causes right. inflammation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm sitting on a stage with four guys that won't take their shirts off right now out of embarrassment, and they're picking on the one guy with a six-pack. It's fucked up. What is that? It's fucked up. You're going to tell me what to eat? Oh, no. See what you did? (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. Why do I have pressure behind my zipper right now? Now you'll you'll never, never say anything again. Oh, no. Leave it off. Leave it off. (laughs) <laughs> it is not cold here. I'm sweating balls. I had to take my vest off. Look at Barry took one for the team. Yeah. I'm impressed. American hero. Got a set of cans, kid. <laughs> I am speechless. I am without speech. The entire front row has hickeys from your nipples. That might have been milk, Glenn. <laughs> the good news is... 99% of our listeners listen. Oh, they're watching this show. <laughs> if you didn't see but that, you missed. We are one one hour and 48 minutes into this <laughs> mess. Just the look on my face alone, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Holy shit. We, we're going to have to have a look at the YouTube numbers and see if there's a spike. Well, we're going to get flagged on YouTube yeah, too, for showing tits. Yeah. Are they saying anything on the YouTube chat box uh, right, right now? Good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> My eyes. Wow. I, I don't know what to say. I think we just have to go to it. We're going to go to this classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Barry, we have guests. Classic Cigars yeah. are now the most affordable <laughs> cigar brand in America. Priced as low as two ninety nine for That's the Corona, <laughs> and still under four bucks for the six by sixty. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. I do that at work. I take my shirt off and I go to Jessica. All right, now it's your turn. Yeah, we go. <laughs> Thank God we now, don't have HR. That's where your background as a stripper comes in handy. It's like almost instant. Almost. The technique. Yes. Phenomenal. Yeah, boom. Amazing. And he had two layers and it came off. And we didn't even hear any noise on the <laughs> microphone, no, nothing. No. That was very good. No, I would say, you know, podcast listeners, do yourself a favor. Do not watch this. <laughs> yes, video. I would say not either. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm the champion from last week, but you I, are. I'd like Lee to go first because he's our guest. No, that's no? not the way it works. Can so, you explain right. the bizarre rules to him? Or we yeah, so Lee, what are we doing? I have five, five questions I'm going to read out to you guys. It is uh, based on today's date. So today is May 20th. What year did this happen? And it closest without going over. Going over means let's assume it ended in the year 2000. 
if you said 2001, you went over, right? Correct. I don't know what the bizarreness of that is, but uh, without going over. How many tiebreakers are there? There's no tiebreakers. I got five questions, oh. no tiebreakers. And you, I'm, so it's going to start with Jonathan. And I'm going to say something, and he's going to pick the year. And then you're going to pick the year, and Barry's going to pick the year. And then it's going to go to you first on the second one and the third, and it's just going to move its way around. And whoever gets the most points at the end wins, and you, you win. You actually, nothing. you know, you win a signed copy of Barry with his shirt off. Oh, there we go. Lovely. <laughs> so Jonathan is going to go first because he's the champion. So born today, May 20th, born today, Joe Cocker. Joe Cocker, English rock vocalist. With a little help from my friends, cry me a river, you're so beautiful. He was born in England today. You can leave your hat on. Don't forget that. Yes. Uh, He was born in England today. What year was that? 1941. He says 1941. What do you say? 41. Do you know who Joe Cocker is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm going to go 52. 52. 43. 43. I'm I'm for the point. 44. Yeah. Oh, that was he would have got two points if he was exact, but he does get a point. So Barry gets a point. No points are awarded by you, and you go first now. All right. That's one question, four left. Uh, sometimes it seems like this will never end, but it, it, it does. does. <laughs> it does eventually. Born we have today, a heart out. Born today is <coughs> Sherilyn Sashian. Sherilyn Shaka Khan? Sashian. Also known as anything? Whitney Houston. Cher. Cher. That's Cher's real name. American singer. I got you, babe. If I could turn back the hands of time. She's also an actress from Mask and Moonstruck. She was born in California today, May 20th. What year? I'm going to say 48. 48. 44. 44. I've got 48 written down. 48 is over. 44. Barry will take it again. Barry, how are you feeling? I think I could cuss myself taking my shirt off. That was your nipple hitting yourself in the forehead. <laughs> Barry has two points. No points for you. Three questions to go. Remember, two points if you get it exact. And it's over to Barry. Levi Strauss and Jacob Davis patented the first blue jeans with copper rivets. Today, what year? Levi Strauss? 1801. 1801. He says fast like that. I have 1801 written down. Get out of here. Well, then I got to go 1802. 1802, without going over, is the winner. Uh, it's 1873. So Lee gets a point, and Mr. Jonathan Alida has no points at all. He's in last place, two questions left, two points to be exact. Um, today, May 20th, the 25th Emmy Awards took place today. The Waltons, all in the family, and the Mary Tyler Moore win. Mm. So on the Emmy Awards, the 25th anniversary of the Emmy Awards took place today. The Waltons, all in the family, and Mary Tyler Moore win. What year did that happen, Mr. Jonathan? Uh, that would be 1978. 78, he says. You guys know I was born in the 90s, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go. Try, try something like 1973. <laughs> yeah, I'll do, I'll do 74. How about that? I'd go. Right. You saying 74? We'll lock Final it in. Hits. 74 locked in? 77. 77. You got to listen to Ed because you're over by one. Oh. You would have got two <laughs> points there, and everybody is over because 70, 73 was the correct answer. Final yeah. question. I'm old. 
I know these things. And Lee's up first. Nope, Lee just was first. No, no, I was first. Okay, Lee is up. that's right. So we have one question left. Lee has one point, one point to tie. We don't have a tiebreaker. Mr. Jonathan will stay our champion, which is what he wants to happen, even though he has no points because there's a tie. Barry has two points. So uh, see how the game's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> the rules are, they don't make any sense, and he won't change them. No, these are the rules. You know how they play and play it out. Ready? Last question. Premiere of sports fantasy drama film Field of Dreams, starring Kevin Costner, James Earl Jones, Ray Liotta, and Burt Lancaster in his final film role, premiered today. What year? The first showing of Field of Dreams, the movie, took place today. What year was that, Mr. Jonathan? No. That's Lee. 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 I'm going to say 94. 94. I think I'm off by a decade. I'm going to go 83. 83. 88. 88 for the point, Mr. Jonathan. 88 is a point. It's 89. And Barry wins with two points. All right. And that's how it's played. Well, technically, Lee and I are tied. So. Yep. I got a point. I'll take each it. Nipple. <laughs> yep. That's it. We are smoking the Kristoff JT. This is by the box. You said still under $10, Barry. Did you say? Uh, let's find that piece of paper. It is $9.99 when you buy it by the box. Nine eighty nine oh. when you buy it by the box. That's an that's unbelievable a great $10. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This you are was, correct. Yeah. So uh, real good. Mine went out because I was doing all that talking. But do uh, you have any final flavor notes or anything happening here? Different from Stone Ground Wheat Cracker? There's a little floral component that's happening on the finish. What kind of flower? I guess lilac. Mm-hmm. Lectin free. <laughs> yeah, a lectin is almost like a carbohydrate type of thing. No, it's not. Huh. You, you don't eat carbohydrates. I do eat carbohydrates. I carb cycle that's when I'm lifting deal. heavy. <laughs> that's, that's new. It's been Jesse two months. Jesse says that this is an utterly good show <laughs> thanks to Barry. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, we should have had that for the two weeks ago when we did the utter chaos, right? It's scary. Oh, there'll be pictures of Barry shirtless since floating the, uh, around the MeWees. Since the chat room likes it, I might have to do it as the back of a postcard. Oh. oh. Laying on a desk, do a Costanza, put my boxes on. <laughs> if he does that, track the cancellations. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, my the God. The first time ever that he the wore underwear. That, and the people that don't know, in the care packages we send out, and the first cigar we had earlier, the uh, guardrail, that was part of the care package. And you get your cigars each time, and a little card that describes each mm-hmm. and, and shows you what show it's going to be on and what the show is going to be about. But there's a whole back thing of it. When you print them, you can print both sides. Why yeah. would you waste it? So the first time we just threw a, a picture of, one of us up there or something to goof around mm-hmm. will never stop. So no. each time it's another. I, I still like the Golden Girls. Yeah. Photoshopped with with each Golden Girl on there. Um, Whatever goofy thing we do. Scooter's claim is that Lee hasn't been able to look Barry's <laughs> way since the incident. Which was the incident. I don't need the postcard. I lived it. But <laughs> right. All right. Uh, thank you for coming up. Thanks for spending three days up here. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, and uh, uh, 
Christoph, you're with a great company. I mean, they're, they're, mm-hmm. uh, he's just the nicest person. I've said it before, and uh, I'll say it again, that Glenn Case is the nicest guy in the cigar industry, but you don't want to piss him off. That's right. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> um, okay, we're going we're gonna to say uh, so long for now. Next week on the show, it's tobacco versus tobacco. Um, what is really the best tobacco to grow, the best tobacco to smoke, or what tobacco should they stop growing and making altogether? Oh, and I have an answer to that. Okay. Oh, God. Justo <laughs> Aroa from Aladino Cigars will join us, and we're going to dig into the soil and the subject, and we got a little surprise for our uh, Scar Authority listeners, maybe a way for you to get involved with us just a little bit. We'll get to that next week. Until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible that you learned something today which makes you the Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.